All right, so we're back for show number two of two. Uh, as you guys remember, last week's show ran a little long, and so uh, we decided to split it into two shows. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. If you're a little confused about where this is starting at, just go too. back. Yeah, we, we definitely are. Ah! Uh, go back to uh, go back to the previous episode ah! and just watch both of them. So, uh, Dave's Dave's gone crazy. So enjoy enjoy the rest of this show. We'll see you later. So um, I, I would like to say this: why I'm a little fired up. For those of you in trade wins that are sharing the book around, what the fuck? <laughs> God damn it, guys! Not. Do you know how fucking hard we had to work on that shit? It's only two fifty. Buy a goddamn book. Stop robbing it from your friends. Yeah. Um, okay. So shit how hits. how I replenish trucks in my company, I and this is this is how you should do it in yours. For one, let me let me hit this first. Do not track your inventory in your CRM. Don't waste the fucking time. You will spend four hours trying to track the path of a flapper from the from the warehouse that you bought it from to the shop to your truck to the customer's <laughs> house and it doesn't fucking and matter. In that amount of time that you paid yourself to do that, you could have bought 75 flappers. Right. <laughs> do not track <laughs> inventory you in your CRM. What Here's you how doing? you do this. You get a fixed inventory on your truck. And then it's a one-in, one-out scenario. If you use 590s, you put 590s on your parts list. If you use four flappers, you put four flappers on your parts list. And then when you have to go buy the the supply house, you replenish everything that's on your list. Yeah. And there are times where you will have to go buy the supply house because there are times where even us with $14,000 in inventory on our trucks, we don't stock toilets on our trucks. We only stock one water heater on our trucks and all this stuff, right? Well, so or if you go to someone's house and they're like, you convince them to buy a Delta fa- or a faucet, right? Or it's bad. Yeah, And then they've been looking online because they've been thinking about getting a new one. And they're like, hey, I th- saw this and I really want it. You, yeah. can't, you can't stock 100 faucets on your truck. So no, you're no, going to no. have to go get one. We, we have basic chrome faucets on the truck and we have basic brush nickel faucets on the truck. But that's it. Right. Yeah. Um, but like, let's, like we stock a 50-gallon natural gas heater because that's the most common heater that we replace at this time. Right. In 10 so years, it'll be an electric. In 10 years, it might be an electric. Who knows? Yeah. But at this time, a 50 natural is the, the one to have on the truck, right? However, if we come to a house with a 50 electric, we have to go to the supply house, right? Well, yeah, but that's a job. The guys are instructed at that moment, do not go to the supply house and just get your 50 electric. While you're there, fill your entire list that you've been keeping along the way, right? Right. Make the most out of the trip. Um, but ultimately, do not worry about socking away inventory in your CRM. Your CRM does not care about inventory. Even though they say it can do it and everything else, it doesn't matter, right? No. When you go buy your inventory, when I bought my $14,000 in inventory for my first truck, that purchase was classified as an asset in my QuickBooks. That purchase is owned, the, the business owns that inventory 24-7. We always roll around with that much inventory on the truck, except for some a little bit of replenishment, right? Yeah. So if my if one of my trucks gets stolen, I've got all the documentation to send to my insurance agent in a matter of minutes to tell them exactly what my truck is valued at. And again, shameless plug, on that Tradewinds price book, there is a truck value sheet in the price book 
that where you can plug in the purchase price of the truck and you can plug in all the tools and you can plug in like the material automatically flows over to it. So like yeah. I can literally mm-hmm. email that one sheet to my insurance agent if a truck gets stolen and I'm good. Yeah, and, he, or, and he's writing me a check for $96,000. Or every time you're getting a quote for insurance, you know, if you're shopping around every year, yeah, all you got to do is send them that and say, this is the truck. This is the truck. This is right. what's on the truck. I need right. a fucking quote. It's not that hard. Um, you okay? Yep, yep. You I'm just trying to keep the show on, on track here. 51 minutes. Yeah. So last thing we want to talk about, a couple, of, a couple of episodes ago, we were talking about mm-hmm. Google was screwing with me, and we were getting reviews, but they weren't showing up on our page, or they were showing up on our page and then falling back off, right? And I've got a, uh, uh, a friend of mine who does my website and my um, search engine optimization for my website. His name is Louis Vandervok, and he owns a company called Blue Crocus Solutions, um, they oh. are out of Canada. Am I getting paid so, for this? Um, Am I getting fucking paid for this right got now? Got some special blend Weisers back there for him, for our Canadian friends. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I had some of that and mailed that shit back. Yeah. Ugh. I'm just waiting for them to start sending like a package, like alcohol for you guys, and it's like an apple juice for the... For the, only, <laughs> yeah. for the only good stuff that anyone's ever sent us. Uh-oh. I, I saved it. Zach Rye, straight rye whiskey from Mr. DS. There you go. Of course I saved it. You yeah. know what's funny about that? What? Is up until two weeks ago, you thought his name was Jorge. Yeah. And now you find out his name's George. So now I call him Mr. DS. <laughs> now you call him Mr. <laughs> DS. His name, okay. Well, okay. His name is George, but his, his email says Jorge. I'm going to talk about Jorge. I know we talk about, I don't know why we talk about him so much on the show. I think it's just because our friend. So his name is George. It's J-O-R-G-E. Diaz, right? Well, his email is spelled H O R H E Y 81. Yeah. So I thought his name was Jorge. Yeah. So when we met him at the event, so he comes to the event, you know, we're spending time together. He's like, dude, you know my name's George, right? This yeah. isn't exactly how it went down, but this is like the <laughs> yeah. gist. And I was like, no. I was like, dude, I've been calling you Jorge. Your email says your name's Jorge. And he's like, well, Hey, if you like what you're hearing on The Void and you want even more info, we just started a mentorship program specifically for trades professionals to start their business or to get their business to an incredibly healthy position. So if you'd like more info, click on the link in the description of this show. That was like my nickname, and I used to hate it, (laughs) but now it's kind of my nickname. And so like he told me it's fine to call him Jorge, right? and sometimes I do, but... I mean, it's Mr. Diaz. We've got to be respectable. Of course Mr. Diaz, right? I love Mr. Diaz. He sent us this Zazarak. He's soon to come out with some shirts. i got to buy one whenever he comes out with them. I've been telling the guys. So, they've, they've been saying they're going to send them. I'm like, dude, just post them, and people will buy them. Yeah. I'll buy one. Yeah, I'll buy one. Yeah, I'll buy them. So, um, anyway, Louis Vandervok, um, he started taking over my search engine optimization and my website stuff, and um, I, I posted on Facebook about losing some Google reviews. And he sent me a private message and he says, hey, I got this new process, try it out. It's worked before, right? And that's all he says, he's a pretty humble guy. And so 
I, I got nothing else to do, right? So, I, uh, not nothing else to do, but uh, like, I got <laughs> no truth, other option. The truth finally yeah. fucking comes out. I have no other option but to try his stuff out because Google. texting me at 5.15 in the morning. Hey, buddy. Google's kicking me back, right? <laughs> so. Like, cut them to a short. Yeah. A I got nothing else to do on repeat. Send it to <laughs> Do it. So. Um, I try his process out. He sends me this link. He's got a link to a page. We're actually going to post the link in the description of this show. It is a long nine-step process. However, we alluded to this a couple of weeks ago on the show. Um, Google, whenever you file a complaint with Google about missing Google reviews, they reply to you with chat GPT responses. They reply to you with AI. And Lewis found the prompts to fight through Google's AI and get your reviews back. And so much to my surprise, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up with 126 new Google reviews overnight. It's all the Google reviews for the last year and a half that they've been taking away from us and skimming from us. And, and it's a combination of reviews they've given us and then taken away yeah. or reviews that they never even allowed us to have never posted. And we, I mean, let's be honest, if they were willing to hold 126, they might be willing to hold more, right? This, oh, may, yeah. this may have been a tip of the iceberg. I'm not sure. Oh yeah. But 126 Google reviews overnight. And, uh, we still, so now we're at like over 735 Google reviews and we have a 5.0 rating still. It's fucking awesome. It is cool. Should I so, stand up and applaud? There was a pause there. Should I have, should I have? The, no, that's the, that's the Rudy slow clap. <laughs> you should have done the slow clap. There it is. There it is. And then, okay. So, um, We'll have a link in the description of this show. Click on that link and you have to follow it to a T. I posted about this on Facebook. I had a couple of people reach out saying they tried following it, but they didn't follow it exactly. And it's you're literally combating chat GPT. So you literally have to copy and paste the words that are in his file and paste them back in the emails and you're in exchange back with Google. Because when, when you're emailing Google, you're not emailing a person. You're emailing artificial intelligence. And so you have to give it certain prompts in order to get through to an actual person. And, and so he knows all those prompts. He put them in this document and, and we're going to have them as a link on this website. So, nice. um, the nice, here's, here's the cool part about it. And this is what I absolutely love. So I love a value exchange. I love giving away tremendous value in exchange for either tremendous value or money, right? Money. That's that's the that's what makes the world go round. I want fucking money. That's what the well, kids call it these days, exchanging yeah. value. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, used to be herpes. The the Whatever. world the world lives on a value exchange, yeah, right? Of course. Um if you are supposed to. If you've busted your ass for years and you want to go buy and you've you've given value to people in exchange you've gotten money and you want to go buy a Ferrari, mm. you're going to exchange that money for the value of a Ferrari. Don't fire me up, man. Right? Unless you're a quitter. And yeah. Yeah, unless you quit. We're staring at Dave. <laughs> you know what? Fuck both y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait till Dave gets a Ferrari. Damn right. Yeah. I'll be driving that bitch over here first fucking thing. So, and, and you know what's funny is they're going to all look at you and tell you you're an overnight success. Yeah, that shit. You know, we talked. We've talked about this before. And actually, I think we talked about it on the phone the other day. Like 
people don't realize it was when you were texting me about the haters for the trade win stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, people don't understand the work. No. People don't understand that it's been almost two years of podcasting. People don't understand that it's been, it was six months of planning to start trade wins. Yeah. And then it's only been up for six months. But those six, actually, it's been longer than that, eight, seven now, that me and Mitch neither have got any money from it. Right. Like, we're just keep reinvent. Like, people don't understand that we're basically have worked a second job for free for two fucking years. Yeah. To get to where we're at. And then they think, oh, well, these guys are just rich and they're ripping people. Dude, we're making no money. Yeah. We're still literally you, just reinvesting to the guys that have trusted us. You, you know that's what? all this fucking happened. It makes me want to stab people in the fucking neck is what it makes me want to do. Well, you know what the key to an overnight success is, right? Just keep your head down until you're successful. <laughs> 25 years of hard fucking work. That's right. That's exactly what that's it is. Right. I think well, they don't I'm, see the work. They see the success. Yeah, they, don't, they don't understand that you had to put in 20 years in a trade, yeah. like wearing a tool belt and digging ditches to gain the experience that allowed you to have the knowledge to have the podcast and then have the consulting firm on top of that. Right. So for all of the haters out there, if you are listening, keep listening, but fuck off. Yeah. How about that? Nobody wants to listen harder than a hater, right? <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> That's 100% correct, my so friend. here's the cool part with this whole thing is I shared this on Facebook, and I've got a decent Facebook following. You know, a lot of people brag about their number of followers. I have really, really engaged followers. I don't have a crazy high number. I don't have 5,000 friends on Facebook because I don't accept every friend request that comes my way, right? Yeah, when I don't. Like, uh, I was just literally the other night, I was showing Danielle. I don't think people like me. I don't get a lot of friend requests. I, I get... <laughs> I get three or four friend requests a day. Do you that, really? No, no. Oh, no. I get 10 or 12 a day. Uh, but I, I like get one every three weeks. I get three or four a day that are uh, foreign women who have these luxurious jobs and they, they post like Instagram style photos and all their photos are the same. It's of them in their badass apartment. It's of them on a badass vacation or them with their high end dog. And, and it's, it's total, like, I, I can't figure out what it is. I don't know if it's a bot. It's scammer. Or what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a scammer. scammer. It's I'm a not, scammer bot. I'm not sure, right? Because none of them girls want to bang you. Oh, God, no. God, no. Um, I mean, if they're that rich and that hot and got that, I mean, what do they need some dude in his 40s from fucking Missouri for? The, the profile picture is of a woman that's yeah. foreign, right? Who knows who's actually running the First thing? First off, fucking hot Russian bitches are... <laughs> right. Damn. So, um... But then you get friend Damn. requests all the time. Like, God, the, the worst friend request ever to get. Like, uh, you click on their pro Instead of just accepting it, you click. Like, a lot yeah. of people. I always go to their profile to see, like, are they a real person? Well, a Do lot I of people. Know this person? A lot of people want 5,000 friends on Facebook because they want to be able to make that status of, like, friend request is full. Let me clear some room. Right. Wow. And it's meanwhile, don't have enough fucking shit to do. <laughs> meanwhile, 4,000 of them are fake accounts and bots, right? Yeah. So the worst ones to get, <laughs> yeah. and I don't, I, don't, I don't ever accept these people. If your, um, if your profile like description says like Forex and crypto and independently wealthy and wealth advisor. And I'm out. Yeah. Like, no, not happening. Get, yeah. get the fuck out of here, uh, if right? If you're not a real person, and by real person, I mean... A, a person in the middle class. Right. Fuck off. Or... And I don't even, like... So the people that I know that are, like, extremely wealthy, that I know very well and we're friends, I'm not friends with them on Facebook. Yeah. I don't I don't care. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't... 
dude, I don't want to deal with the people that you have to deal with. Yeah. I don't want them invading my circle. Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, I want to get there, obviously, but I want to take my circle there. Yeah. I don't want to join your circle. I only... Here's, here's my rule for accepting friend requests on Facebook. I only accept a friend request if I feel like I can have an impact on them or they feel like they can have an impact on me. Those are the only two people I request... Or I accept the request on Facebook. Yeah. That is it. Exactly. Right? So we'll have like plumbers that listen to this show that'll send me a friend request. I accept every single one of them. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Because all the trade wins guys. Because all the people I who love the price book. Yeah. I'm all about. I it. love supporting that. Right. Yeah. And 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 when they post anything, I I cheer the fuck out of it. It's just awesome. Right. Yeah. Um. If there's people that I look up to, I'll accept their request or I'll send them a request. Right. But, um. If you're some guy that we ha- like, you know, it it. Again, I'm not trying to brag, but like at my level, if we only have two friends in common, there's a good chance I ain't accepting your friend request unless I feel like I can add value to you or you can add value to me. What if one of them, what if they have two, what if you have two friends connected with them and one of them is me? Well, then maybe I can add value to them. <laughs> or maybe they can add value to me. He's but, like, oh, Dave friends? I can add value. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I can add that. But I if, don't add value on Facebook. If her name's like, Ivanka from Russia, then I'm probably not what? accepting that friend request. What's wrong with Ivanka? It's probably a bot. She's really sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, oh my God, Mitch. Um, do we need to be wrapping things up? I don't know where we're at on time. Uh, plus 17. Yeah. So an hour and four minutes. Yeah, probably. Do you 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 said you had a story from I the have field? I a story from the field. Do you want me to do? You, the, you, well, let's end it on a story from the field. How about it? Story from the field brought to you by <sighs> Field Pulse. <laughs> that was not rehearsed. No, Jinx. God. Yesterday. Pinch poke. You owe me a coke. Yesterday. Yesterday. A fresh story from the oh, field. Was, this was fucking from yesterday. Okay. The, the discharge is still on <laughs> your pants. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I made that noise. Uh, Mitch is, I don't know how much alcohol Mitch had before the show, but it shows. I feel like I'm the mom, and you guys are two kids, and like I like I send you guys into the play area at McDonald's, and you guys are just tearing the crap out of each other. Yeah, but I'm just sitting there eating happening. like my Big Mac. Yeah, you don't <laughs> care. Just like, You're just a fat mommy eating a Big Mac. Dave is, going, <laughs> Dave is pulling Mitch on the slide. Mitch is putting the play balls inside of Dave's fine. mouth. It's going to be fine. So yesterday. Yesterday. Okay, I get a call from a buddy of mine. Okay, I've done... I've replaced this guy's compressor. I've replaced his capacitor three times. I've replaced his fan motor. Okay. This unit is like 25 years old. I've been trying to get him to replace it for 10 years. Okay. It's junk. Okay. Junk. He calls me. This has been, I think it was Sunday. It was Sunday or Saturday. He calls me and dude, you know, I'm not doing that stuff anymore. Yep. Well, he says, who do I call? I said, dude, just pick somebody. It doesn't fucking matter. Pick somebody. So they go out <clears throat> I get a call from him Monday. They told me I need a new unit. Uh, hey, dude. Um, like, he's calm, right? Hey, man, uh, my wife was at home. And now let me say this. The last time I replaced his cap- capacitor was last spring. Not six months ago. Right. The spring before. This right. has been a year and a half. Hey, dude, my wife is pissed. What do you mean? Dude, she's, this guy's over here. He's saying that you miswired the unit and that it shouldn't have been wired up like that and it's it's fucked up and it's not running. Like, dude. 
it ran for a year and a half. It's, it, it's been a year and a half, dude. Like what? Like what do you want me to say? Like that's obviously bullshit, right? Like it's obviously. I said, how old's the guy? Oh, he's pretty young. I said, so obviously he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's hot out. Like they just sent whoever the fuck over there. He's like, just he's, trying to sell you a new. Uh, you new yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. I can hear her in the background, fucking screaming and yelling and cussing, and carrying on. She's obviously nuts. I've only met her one time. He's really cool. She's obviously fucking completely insane. Yep. I have some time. I said, dude, is that guy still there? Yeah, he's here. I'll be there in five fucking minutes. Yeah. He lives in Blue Springs. Yeah. I'll be there in five fucking minutes. I was at home. I show up. I walk around the side. I'm not wearing, like, I don't wear my advanced HVAC stuff anymore. Nothing. Yep. I'm wearing basically what I got on now. Right. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just working on this unit. I said, uh, I live down the street. I said, what's going on? Uh, well, whoever was in here that wired this all up and it's fucked up and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of look in there. The common wire from the capacitor on the common side to the contactor has completely melted. Right. Like, it's gone. Like, there's no wire there. I can see it laying on the ground. It's burnt to fucking a crisp. Right. The capacitor looks like a swollen fat lady that just ate a fucking Big Mac watching her two fucking kids at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I'm not shitting. I mean, it's fried. Right. Obviously, it's overheated and smoked, right? The fucking, the unit looks like it's wearing a blanket. Like, my buddy hasn't washed this thing out in yeah. like two fucking years, okay? Yeah. So, I, the guy goes to his truck. My buddy comes out. It's really hard not to say his name. He comes out. His wife comes out. She's yelling, carrying on. I said, look at this. I, I said, look at this fucking thing right here. I said, do you fucking see this? I said, this capacitor smoked. The compressor might be smoked. I said, it's burnt this fucking wire to crisp. It's right here. I, it was a year and a half. I'm like, I'm telling her this. Yeah. I'm like, you're fuck. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I did not rip you off. Like, she's yelling. Oh, oh you yeah. ripped me off. This and that. Fucking blah, blah, blah. You just. Yeah. I'm like, it, a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking. Stop. You're right. Right. Okay. Like, at this point, I'm getting pretty pissed, right? So we walk around to the front of the house. This kid's in his truck. He goes, dude, will you call this company? Said, yeah, sure. Uh, by the way, I had had a couple beers. So, <laughs> yeah, sure. So I call the company, and I said, I need to talk to the service manager. Okay. They super nice. Transfer me right to the service manager, right? Oh, this is blah, 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 blah. I said, hey, I'm over at this house. Your guy's here. I used to service these people. I tell them the 100% truth. Yeah. I've quit doing heating and cooling. I told them to call somebody. I tell him. I said, dude, the, the capacitor smoked wires burnt it's fucked this guy is telling these people that they have no choice and that it was my fault a year and a half ago yeah and like the guy's tone completely changes yeah he says i am actually down the road i'm gonna come by there i said okay i hang up the phone right this guy shows up right he pulls out in the street he doesn't come to the house he doesn't do anything he talks to the guy i'm standing on the front porch him and this guy go over look at the unit like we can't see them we they're just over there i hear some yelling like not yelling like some arguing right some stuff that's going on a little bit of arguing a little bit of carrying on they go back out to the street i'm on my porch on their porch with my back to them and i my friend is like oh shit dude i turn around these guys are fucking fighting in the street <laughs> like fight. oh dude, god I don't, I don't mean fighting i mean fucking each other up like, dude, this young kid is working this dude. And this old dude, I mean, like, 
He's throwing them against the van. They're on the fucking ground. I mean, dude, they're going at it. Oh, my God. Dude, I mean, fist. Dude, you know how hot it was yesterday? Yeah. Dude, this is like 3.30 in the after. Dude, on the con- just beating the shit out of each other. Oh, my God. So they're, they're fucking screaming, yelling, Please tell me the on. customer saw this. Oh, yeah. So the customer can see over my shoulder. He says, oh, fucking goes out there. Well, I, I don't, so I turn around and I see what's going on, right? The wife's standing there too, right? And I've obviously had a few beers. He goes out there. He's trying to break it up. I look her right in the eye and says, see what you fucking did? Yeah. This is your fault. Yeah. Like, and I, uh, so they're fighting. She's calling the cops. He's trying to break them up. Dude, I just got in the truck and fucking left. I was like, <laughs> I was not fucking here. Oh my God. And I never heard another fucking, he texts me later. He's like, hey dude, I just want to know, you know, I'm really sorry. Like that, I even called you. You've always been honest. You've always been a stand-up guy, and I don't even know. You know, she was upset and this and that and blah. blah. Dude, these guys, dude, there were at least two teeth in that street. Oh yeah, dude, they were fucking beating the shit out of each other. Like when it's a hundred and two, and you're in the HVAC industry, you're mad as fuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You're mad, dude. This guy apparently, like I, I couldn't hear a lot. But it was like, I've been telling you this shit and blah, blah, blah. So they've obviously like kind of probably been at each other's throats for a while. Yeah. Dude, I've never in my life seen two dudes beat the shit out of each other other than at a bar like that. Wow. Dude, it was insane. I just, I, 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 I'm leaving. I wasn't here. <laughs> don't fucking call me. I got in the truck and got the fuck out of there, dude. Yeah. Meanwhile, they still don't have AC. <laughs> yeah. Um, actual problem being solved. Yeah. So actually, that's not true because uh, they sent someone else out there and they replaced that cap and that wire. It took them five minutes to fire it right Oh, look at there. Yeah. Oh, what do you know? I know. Yeah. And they're crazy. Him, I was like, dude, what? obviously don't call them anymore. He's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. He's like, this is why it's hard to fucking know who to call. Dude. That's why I still fucking call you and say, who do you recommend? That's also why I don't recommend anyone. Yeah. It, it can be because, really tough. Yeah. So shit gets fucked up and you're like, what, what? Then they blame you and it's like, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? So I recommend no one. I say, pick somebody and good luck. We, we, uh, so I was in a BNI group for six months. What's a BNI group? Uh, Business Networking International. It's basically a whole bunch of people that pay to be a part of organization, part of an organization, so they'll all refer each other business. And the yeah, idea is that you'll get enough business though. to pay for your membership, right? But here's the bullshit part about it. We've talked about it before on the show. It's because hacks get in there. Well, no, here's the bullshit part about it is. It's hot in here. Nobody wants some leads from. Nobody wants leads from BNI group. <clears throat> you get, uh, you get a whole like <clears throat> BNI groups are are built to support the sale of a home, and that is it. Yeah. Right. So your real estate <clears throat> agent does well in a BNI group. Your mortgage guy does well in a BNI <clears throat> group, and your home inspector does well, and your roofer does well. That's it. Yeah. Everyone right? else is fucked. Everyone else gets fucked in a BNI group, right? Um, you're like you're like Division Two baseball. You're double A baseball. You're just there to like get the rest of the guys to the majors. Well, so you, you're required <laughs> exactly to attend a one hour per week meeting, right? Fuck off. So what's your time worth? And then you're required to have a one hour lunch with one member of the BNI group every week. So now you're there. There's two hours a week where you are spent on downtime, not making sales. Yeah. In a BNI group, right? I'd rather hear my thumb with a hammer. Right. So, um, 
I got like five leads total out of six months in this BNI group. Ugh. And like three How of you cash in on though. Well, three of the five leads were like members of the group. Oh. And so six months. Yeah. That's How many weeks are in six months? A shitload. 26. Yes. Two hours a week, 26 weeks. Garbage. That's over 50 hours of my time to get like six leads. You okay. Know, uh, you know what's, I don't want to get off topic, but like the amount of money and time you spend on marketing and not getting leads is starting to worry me in the trade wins. No, it's, I, I try shit out <laughs> and I prove that it doesn't work. Right. So here's the thing. Um, I prove that shit doesn't work. Yeah. That, we should get a t-shirt made. <laughs> I prove shit doesn't work. I prove work. this doesn't work. <laughs> it only cost me 30K, but it doesn't work. No, the, the B&I membership was only 600 bucks a year. So you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> but when you're brand new in business, you're trying everything to get leads. And that was one of the things I tried. That's right? why people got to be members of trade. And <laughs> I did not, I didn't even stay for the full year. I gave it six months and at six months I ran the numbers and I'm like, this is absolute bullshit. Did you go into the next meeting and be like, Hey, if you're not one of these four groups, get out. Because I just, they're fucking your eyeballs. Out. I just sent him an email and said, I'm out. It's just not worth my time. Right. Yeah. But one of the guys in the group had me out to his house. It was up in Liberty. And they have 150 pounds of pressure coming into their home. Damn. Like insane pressure. Never okay? seen one that high. Yeah. Wild. Okay. Um, I wonder why. They got a really small main. They're trying to no, feed all the houses. The, or what? Liberty actually has a lot of elevation to it. And he lives yeah, at the bottom does. of the hill. Uh, and, and so. Mm, that makes sense. Um, so he's, it's just natural. He's got a lot of pressure. Right. Mm. And so. No PRV problem. He calls, <laughs> no, he calls me up and he has no water flow in the house anywhere. So his PRV failed, but when PRVs fail, they fail in three ways. Yeah. They either let all the pressure through, yeah. they let no pressure through, yeah. or they start screaming like Chewbacca from <laughs> Star Wars. Right. Yeah. So I've changed uh, a few of them. Yeah. So mm. I show up, he's got no flow in the house anywhere. I'm like, eh, your PRV shot the crap, right? He thankfully he had a boiler drain before the PRV, so I was able to check the incoming pressure, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like, no wonder your PRV broke, yeah. right? I'm, I'm a guy, I gotta get you a Zern. I can't get you a piece of shit one. So you gotta I, have something nice, bro. I put in a Watts 25 AUB. There, it's the best one too. out there, right? Yep, that's good too. Um, this was two and a half years ago. Okay. I was in BNI for my first six months in business. <clears throat> We've been in business three years. This was over two and a half years ago, two years and nine months ago. Yeah. Okay. Calls me up a couple of weeks ago. Hey, I got a company out here. They, they service my HVAC and they offered this free water heater flush. So they're out here flushing my water heater oh, and, fuck. They, and they say that pressure reducing valve that you put in, they say it's failed. So I'm like, hmm. hmm. Well, for one, it's a year and a half out of warranty. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's one year. But for two, like I tell the guy, I'm like, you're in sales. You're not dumb. If anybody offers you something for free. Yeah. What's the what's the upside to that, right? Yeah. Like it's an opportunity to sell you something. Yeah. So he I, I go back and I look through the notes just to refresh my memory. Uh, incoming pressure, 150 pounds of pressure. He refused to buy a thermal expansion tank. And so he <clears throat> only bought the pressure reducing valve, and so it got its pressure down to 70, but thermal expansion can still occur. Yeah. So I tell him flat out, I'm like, hey, um, I'm getting a phone call there. It's his boyfriend calling. Yep. Um, I said, hey, <laughs> uh, I don't know what company you have out there, but um, they are 
probably not checking the pressure properly. In order to check the pressure properly, mm-hmm. what they need to do is they need to run faucets for because you don't have a pressure or a thermal expansion tank. You got to run that hot water they heater need to, almost down. They, they need yeah. to run faucets for a few minutes before they check the pressure because if they just hook the gauge up to the hydrant and check the pressure without bleeding off thermal expansion, they could be reading a falsely high number. Right? Well, they, not they, falsely high. That's the number. It's but you the don't number. Have an expansion tank. But you don't have an expansion tank, yeah. right? So most likely, have them check it before the PRV. Run hot water. And yeah. And have them check it at the bottom of the tank. I said most likely they Damn, either I need to. A good plumber. They need either need to add a thermal expansion. Like I really doubt the PRV has failed. Yeah. So they either need to add a P or add an expansion tank, or they just need to test it better, right? And so then um, he schedules a visit for me to go out there, and so I go out there. And you're not or, going for free. Well. This was like technically kind of warranty or whatever, but I scheduled it way out. Like I'm not going to drop what I'm doing yeah. to come handle this bullshit, right? Yeah. So then he ends up canceling the call. And so I'm like, huh, that's kind of odd. Yeah. So I call him back and I'm like, hey, I saw you cancel the call. What's happening? Oh, yeah, I told him what you said. And they said, yeah, it was it was just thermal expansion. So I either need to add a thermal expansion. Like everything you put in is fine. I either need to add a thermal expansion tank or... Um, they just like, everything's fine. And I just have periods where I have higher water pressure, but here's the bullshit part about it. He called just like that lady called you. He calls me up and he says, Hey, this company out here is saying that the valve you put in is bad. And I want to know what you're going to do about it. Yeah. Oh, and dude, it's she like was pissed. Yeah. I could hear fucking yelling in the back. And I'm like, dude, you better tell that bitch to shut the fuck up. Right. Like, there, there are people out there that just buy from people assuming like yeah. they're just waiting for the opportunity to like hang that purchase over your head. Yeah. Right. And because like literally all it took and here's a here's a big takeaway from this. All it took was not giving that guy my most immediate attention. Right. Yeah. I told him I can get out there, but it's going to be three or four days now. Granted, I didn't have anything to do tomorrow. Yeah. Right, like, like I could have gotten out yeah. there tomorrow. However, yeah. under the pretense of this situation, I'm yeah. not dropping what I'm doing and driving all the way up there yeah, because some uh, other company is well, taking the opportunity to say I did shitty work. You're a better person than me. Like, so at the time he was still there, and I was like, "This is my opportunity to go out there and show this kid he's a fucking retard." <laughs> Makes you guys fight in the street. <laughs> like, 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 it's a bad character flaw for me. Like, yeah. I know it. But sometimes, like, I want to go out there and just be like, look, you're a fucking retard. Right. And screw you for trying to put that shit on me. Right. Like, you know, we, we've Dude. talked about this on the podcast, and there was a short, I know it's been out there, and I almost posted it again today, that's like, I'm in here babbling on about, like, you wouldn't talk shit if the person was there because they could punch you in the mouth. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. So what I like to do is if I can get out there and so we are face to face, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, look, like yeah. I'm not a big Say guy now. and I've been punched in the mouth. I- I'm still not scared. Right. Like I will go out there and start shit and be like, look, you got something to fucking say? Like, yeah. let's fucking talk about it. Because in this day and age, people have just got to the point where they feel like there are no consequences for anything. Yeah. Like, and if you don't like people, this is going to be weird. People feel like they have to do the quote unquote Christian thing and turn the other cheek. No, no, that's where we, that's, they know exactly what they're doing. That's how we have gotten to the place we are now. 
All right, so you've newly started your company and you're trying to pinch pennies. However, you don't realize the biggest thing that's hurting you right now is not gathering all of your information into one spot and making it super efficient for you to use. So the answer is Field Pulse. It gets you off of paper tickets. It gets you off of all of that crazy office work at the end of the day and reconciling all that stuff. And it lets you organize everything with ease. It puts it all into the computer. It actually puts it all into the cloud. So it's not even putting it on your computer. And it lets you organize your customers. It lets you organize all of your service calls. Heck, it'll even route you to your service call. And the best part is, even after all of that, you'll probably realize about a 100% growth in your business just in the first year of using Field Pulse. So if you'd like to check out Field Pulse and see what great looks like, click on the link in the description of this show. Because people don't stand up for themselves and they don't look someone in the eye and go, you're a liar. Right. You're a fucking liar and you're trying to rip these people off just so that you can make a few more bucks, yeah. fuck you. Right. That's the that's the shittiest move you can ever make as a service technician of any trade. Is to walk, like, and, and all of them do it. I don't know who was in here before, but they royally screwed this up. Right? Yeah. It's like, bullshit. In, in most of the time, they didn't. Half the time, it's the homeowner that was in there before. Right. Oh yeah. It's not even a. It's not even a trained professional that was in there before. Those homeowner sticky fingers are bad. I know. (laughs) But like, if you ever plumbing, if you ever catch yourself saying, "I don't know who was in here before, but they screwed it up," stop, stop right there. Because for one, you might be pissing off your homeowner because they might have done that. Right. All you have to say is, "Look, this isn't done correctly." And it need like to be done to code. It needs to be done this way. You don't have to like the customer is going to infer that it's screwed up. You don't have to tell the customer it's screwed up. But the moment you tell the customer, whoever you had before in here doing this screwed it all up. Now they lower their trust in you because that may have been them that did it. Or it may have been their brother or it may have been their family friend. Or, or it could have been their really close friend who owns a plumbing company but they called you because they realized something's messed up, but they still are mad that you fucking yeah. berated their friend. Nobody right wants to be you. thrown under the bus. Nobody wants no. to watch anybody be thrown yeah. under the bus, right? I, and it's hard. Like, I will do it to someone's face. Yep. But, like, if they're not there or I can't get there, I just say, hey, look, this this isn't quite right. Yeah. I can fix it. It's going to be this to fix it. Like, right. that's, you know, that's like the not nicest but nicest way you can do it. Right. You know, it just it just is what it is. I got I got one more story for you before we wrap it up. This is I'm, this, out, I'm out of drink over here. <laughs> this this <laughs> happened uh over the weekend. Uh-oh. So we've got K one speed. Oh god, I electric. thought you were gonna say KY. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. I know your wife, dude. I'm just god, saying you we, two are freaks. We got K1 Speed it, that opened up about a month ago here in Lee Summit. They're indoor electric go-karts. They're fast. They're electric? Yeah. They're Layla, fast. So Layla wanted to go Saturday. She's like she's like this short. Yeah. So we went to the arcade instead. Yeah, don't. She's she she needs to go on the fast ones, so let her get tall enough. She needs to She'll yeah. get pissed on the slow ones. Well, we've um, been on the slow ones. Yeah. That's why she wants to go on the fast ones. I let her drive the mule down the road, dude. She's, yeah. Oh yeah. She she's good. fucking scared. Yeah. So, um, I've taken my oldest son a couple of times. He's actually faster than me. Like we have the exact same skill level, but because he weighs 50 pounds less than I do, he like, he can just leave the corner faster than I do. Cardio. No. Sounds like an excuse. Yeah. Excuse. (laughs) The kid's scrawny. 
So <laughs> he is skinny. Um, but like we're hitting the same breaking points and everything else. It's just it's it's just a weight difference, right? Fifty yeah. pounds of weight makes all the difference in those little carts. And um, so then I took my younger son, and he had fun. Um, he had fun his second time. His first time, he didn't really have fun because he did pretty poor. And then he, there's a learning curve. There's a learning curve and everything else. Well, the second time he figured it out and had a whole lot of fun. Well, we all go, all three of us go together this last weekend. And we usually just get two races. This time we got three. So our first race, we were out there and the carts were turned up to full speed. And my son actually set the 20th fastest lap time for the month. Grant or Mason? Mason. Mason. He (laughs) actually set the 20th fastest. Like he just got an email from K1. That he was the 20th fastest lap of the month. And real realistically, he's the 19th because the fastest lap of the month, there's some glitch. It's like half the speed, half the time of everybody else. Like a fast lap time on that course is like 22 seconds. It's like 10. And, and number one is like 16 seconds. Like there's no fucking way, you know? Maybe. No. Maybe. Nope. You don't know. You <laughs> Not, don't know. Not happening. Kid. Yeah. yeah. He's just in there fucking just running laps by himself. Yeah. I don't, I mean... Nope. There's just no way you can do it in 16. So anyway, um, first race, we all three go out and we all have fun. Um, there were some slower riders on the track, but they were way, way slow. So they were really easy to pass. Yeah. Um, and, and we had fun second lap out. Um, I guess it was the second race out where my son set the record, uh, not the record, but got his fastest lap and, and got into the top 20. Um, when, when they're ranking the cars, they know your history. They keep data of all of your history yeah. on the track. And if it's your first time, they put you at the back. If they have any history on you at all, they rank you based off of your lap times and they put the fastest guys out front. Yeah. So, um, and, and if you're fairly close on your lap times, then they go by, by experience, uh, how many times you've been there and they put that guy gotcha. in front. Right. And so our second race um, they put this other guy in front and then they put Mason and then they put me. Okay. And the reason they put Mason in front of me is because his times are better. His times are yeah, mildly you, better. You, you right? suck. We got it. We're okay, talking, we're talking like a hundredth of a second faster around the track. Okay, Better than you. Got it. Got it. God, man, so, the pride, set better. the pride down. Dude. <laughs> set the pride down. <laughs> it's no, it's, I love it. I love watching him do well at this. He, he's, he kicks ass at it. So anyway, we go out on the track and this kid, he's probably 12 to 14 years old. And uh, Mason ends up getting around him, um, come up on a lap rider or something, and Mason ends up getting around him and getting free track. Well, I'm like stuck behind this guy, right? And so we go into a corner. He goes wide. I take the inside, pass the kid. Very next corner out there, he hits me full speed, Gran Turismo style, puts me into the wall. Like that was his method of passing people is not actually doing it like tactfully. I would. It's uh, just, I'm just going to slam you into the wall. That right. Would, that would be, uh, that'd be my tactic. Yeah. <laughs> and I go inside and just cruise you out to the wall. He's like, yeah. remember like, we're going to be done with these go-karts in about a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to see you and you're going to be on your feet. Yeah. yeah I don't want. And, and so yeah. catch me outside. This, catch me outside, bro. This guy like puts me hardcore into the wall. Right. Well, and I, you know, a lap or two later, I catch back up to him and here's another opportunity for me to pass we're coming up on a lap rider he chose the wrong direction and tries to go outside the lap rider i can't do that well the lap rider veers outside and slows him down and so i take the inside line and i pass him and he gets hung behind the lap rider right well a couple of corners later 
the race is over. Um, when, when I passed him on that inside, like we did make a little contact because he tried to go outside. The lap rider went outside. I was already on his inside. So when he tried to come inside, I was taking up the spot where yeah. he wanted to be. Right. Yeah. So the race gets over, and the moment you cross the finish line, the facility throttles your cars down to a crawling speed. We're talking like five miles an hour. And so I cross the finish line, and I just go ahead and let off the gas and get on the brakes because they're going to put you down to five miles an hour anyway. He crosses the finish line a couple of feet behind me, never lets off the gas, and piles into me in turn one at full speed. Nice. Okay? And so I'm like all right, dickhead, like it is what it is. You know, at this point, I'm still giving you the benefit of the doubt that it's, you know, accidental. Yeah. Right. So then you have to go around the whole rest of the track yeah. at five miles an hour. So we're going around the track at five miles an hour. And this kid's up next to me and he's literally repeatedly slamming How into the side. This kid? 12 to 14. Oh my God. Okay? And he's just back and I mean, he's just taking the wheel full, right, full left, full, right, full left, just slamming into me. Right. And so now it's like, all right, fucker, this is not <laughs> yeah. unintentional. I mean, I've never struck a kid, but I'm, I, I, I can see right. myself doing it. So <laughs> I turn my car sideways in front of him and, and stop him. I reach over and I grab his brake lever and I squeeze between his brake lever and the frame and squeeze his brake lever down. If the brake lever's down, it won't let you hit the gas because yeah. they're electric. And so then I just sternly point in his face. And again, we're, we're both sitting in go-karts and wearing helmets. I point in his face and I say, we're not doing this shit. Knock it off. Right? Yeah. And then I put my car in reverse and I drive on. This kid had a full fucking meltdown. He started sobbing on the track. Didn't even take his car back to pit lane. Good. Got out of his car in the middle of the track and started sobbing, crying uncontrollably. <laughs> so now the, the track officials come over and they're like, what's going on? Right? And so I don't know what version of a story he told them. But then, of course, he's pointing at me and everything else. So they come out and talk to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you guys aren't doing a very good job of watching this, you know, watching the track. Um, and, you know, this guy's like method. you told him what happened. I told him exactly what happened. I said his method of passing was just putting you into the corner. And it is what it is. Like, we're all out here at different skill levels. Like, I'm not mad about him putting me in the corner. What I'm mad about is none of you guys ever stopped that. And then on the return lap, he was repeatedly slamming into me back and forth. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they were like, well, you can't be yelling at people. And I'm like, I totally get it. However, I'm a grown adult. You're a grown adult. We all want safety. And if you guys aren't going to step in and make the track safe, yeah, I have an obligation to do that. Right. As yeah. a mature, responsible adult, somebody has to step in and make this place safe. Yeah. Not to mention, uh, they're damaging the cars. Right. Hello. Right. And like so expensive. So the, the, the GM and all the track officials go back out and talk to him again. And next thing you know, here they come over talking to me. You know, they it's got nothing. cameras in there, right? I don't know if they do or not. Really? I, I don't know. But next thing you know, here they come back talking to me and they're all apologies. Yeah. I'm sorry. We said we're going to step up the policing of the track. You know, I'm really upset that they were damaging the cars. You shouldn't have had to put up with that. He's not going to race anymore tonight. You guys are free to carry on with your remaining race and all this shit. Yeah. And it was like a testament to somebody standing up. Like, yeah. even though the kid's 12 to 14, right? Somebody standing up to something that's not right. Well, it's not like in you a yelled non at him. You just told him, dude, we, you can't be doing that. Oh, I mean, I yelled at him. But it was very stern, and all I did was point my finger in his face and yell at him, right? And we're wearing helmets, and we're in cars, and we're wearing four-point well, harnesses. So, is, uh, I, I need a little context. You said you 
grabbed his brake lever, and you said, "We're not going to do that here anymore." I said, like, "We're not." Is, I said, "We're not doing that shit." Knock it off. Like, what was the level? Was it "We're not doing that shit"? Knock it off, or was it "We ain't fucking doing that shit"? Knock it off, you little fucking piece of shit, goddamn mud. Like, no, what was it? Without all the color words, it was that level. Okay, but okay. it was it's "We're so not loud. doing that shit." Yeah, knock it off. It's probably so loud okay. there where you kind of had to like raise. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm just I, I'm just getting context, yep. no judgment. So then, because um, I'd have, I, I'd have probably slammed his ass into the fucking wall and been like, yeah. Well, so, where's your mother at? So my sons, I heard something too. My sons saw the whole thing, <laughs> right? And they saw they saw him putting me into the wall. They saw all the hitting and everything else because they weren't too far behind me. And um, and so they were like, "Dad, I'm really surprised you left it at just yelling," you know. And <laughs> Dude, I'm son, like, "Well, the kid, he's, he's, he's 12, twelve to fourteen, oh, right?" <laughs> So Did you say Mason, that's your job. You got to kick that kid's ass. <laughs> yeah. Where were you at, bro? So, so then the rest of the night, like they weren't allowed to race, but they were allowed to stay on the facility for some reason. And so the family's just staring at us the whole time. And, and like, you can totally tell by looking at the family, there is an extreme lack of discipline in the entire family. Yeah. Their um, kids are running amok. They're stealing people's Cheetos. Just, yeah. just by all their behavior, there is yeah. no discipline in that family. Right. Yeah. So, you know, on the drive home, I take the opportunity to give the guys, the, le- the boy, my boys, the lesson about how you handle situations and how you can give them grace and give them the benefit of the doubt for so long. But once you're positive yeah. that things are intentional, you can do things to stop the progression of the bad behavior without getting physical. Right. And then as typical bullies do, they break down and cry and bawl their eyes out. Like yeah. the kid didn't even drive his car back to the track. He made the track officials do it. Yeah. Right. So then, three or four hours later, I get a notification on my phone. Somebody leaves me a bad review on Facebook. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's somebody from that family. Of course it is. And says they witnessed me yelling at a kid who accidentally hit me while riding go-karts. Yes. Right? And I didn't, I'd never respond to that shit. Like, rule number one, if you get a bad review on something like that and you want it taken down, don't respond to it. The moment you respond to it, you it, you make it credible. Yeah. So I don't respond to it. I sleep on it as I do with a lot of things. And I wake up the next morning and the review's gone. Yeah. Cooler heads prevailed. They must have taken it down, right? So then I make a Facebook post about it, talking about the example that was created for me to you know, send a lesson to my kids and all this stuff. Well, guess who's now stalking me on Facebook? Yeah. This person, yeah. right? And so she makes this big old long reply. And basically her whole reply is, don't yell at kids. It has nothing to do with don't hold kids accountable. Don't, don't, you know. First off. How about, how about the kid not act that way? No. How about you yell at your kids so they're not fucking shitheads? Right. Well, and like, I don't I think. I don't understand. I don't think this was the kid's mom. I think this is like the kid's cousin or friend or something. I know. I know. Totally. Dude, if you don't yell at kids and set a level of discipline. Yeah. They don't know that they're fucking up. And that's the problem with society right now. Exactly. You're a complete dipshit. Yeah. You're part of the problem. You are the problem. It's not the kid. It's the person raising the fucking kid, man. So I go to reply to the Fuck comment. these people. I go to the re- reply to the Send comment. Send me their information. <laughs> oh, I got it. So I go to reply to the comment, we're going, we're and I get the notification from today. Facebook that says the post or the comment I'm replying to is no longer there. So in other words, she commented it and then deleted it. Yeah. Okay. So I screenshot that because it's got her comment and it's got my reply. So I got that on screenshot before she did the dirty delete thing. The well, dirty delete. What thing. she did was she tagged <laughs> another friend of hers in it. 
And so now that friend is apparently a little more courageous or something, and he was willing to post a comment and make it stick. And it said something about like, bruh, I watched the whole thing. He didn't hit you that hard. How about you not yell at kids, okay? And it's like... How about you come over to my house and lick the underside of my sack? How about that? I just said like, dude... The kid's behavior was out of line, and if somebody's gonna, if 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 a young man is gonna be brazen enough to behave in that way, he's got to be ready for the consequences. And in this case, they were fairly fucking mild. Like you're mad that I pointed a finger in his face and got stern and yelled a little. Yeah. Be thankful that it wasn't somebody with a bad temper. Yeah. Be thankful that it wasn't somebody that like ripped his fucking helmet off in the middle of that track. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Be thankful it wasn't Dave. <laughs> that's probably yeah. true yeah. We, have, we have a lot of good slogans coming out of this show yeah, yeah. Be, be thankful it wasn't Dave fucking down Austin <laughs> maybe just <laughs> maybe you should have been like you know what maybe his parents should have a little more discipline with him and he wouldn't act like a complete piece of shit yeah well I'm not going to question the parenting or anything I else I will that's the problem no one questions the parenting no I well does quest- fucking stab you with this? Does pen. questioning the parenting on Facebook actually improve the parenting? Absolutely no. Right. So at the moment, somebody's Maybe. wanting to get into a Facebook fight with you. It's you like know. I'm just going to be factual and tactful and be like, "Look, that's why I miss going to bars and yelling at people." Yeah. Like you can yell them to their face. Well, now you get shot. <laughs> you should just scare the kids. Shut, shut I, up to his How do you know I don't have my gun? I'm just saying. I just yeah. society is there. And then they, what's fucked up is then they go online and then they bitch about the lack of work ethic and the lack of, right. It's like, you're the problem. Right. Do you not understand that you're the fucking problem? Right. Like I've yelled, like if you're this upset about an adult yelling at this kid, like you I've yelled, yelled at that kid, I've yelled at my kids four times as much in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Like kids need yelled at. Yeah. If, if there's, if kids need anything, it's that they need yelled at. Damn right. right, I yell at my wife more during sex than these kids get yelled at during a regular fucking week. I don't know what's happening in society. You said the safe word was flower. I said flower. No, no, you said flower, you not said flower. Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> no one knows. God damn it. He just used to show up to his 18th birthday party, be like, hey, hey, yeah. buddy, you remember me? Yeah. You remember me from K1? He's still wearing his K1 shirt. You remember me? Oh, yeah, I am wearing a K1 shirt. Look at there. Yeah. Mitch, so. this shows an hour and 45 minutes yeah we're gonna Wrap split it, it up we're gonna split it into two shows how about that this is probably the longest yeah podcast. we're gonna split it into two shows we're just gonna do a part one and part two okay so um until next time guys <laughs> until next time don't. if you've made it here that means you've listened to two weeks of the show don't so um, uh don't yell at kids no yell at kids because they need it <laughs> don't yell at kids unwarranted but if a kid's trying to shit don't be afraid to stand up for yourself to a 14 year old how about that so uh, until next week guys we will see you later <laughs>